live long They have no use for your song You're dead, you're dead, you're dead You're dead and out of this world Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Vampire Movie Minute podcast covering the 2014 comedy horror movie, What We Do in the Shadows. I am your host, Dr. Chris. I'm Scott Danielson. We are continuing our coverage with minutes 35 to 40, and we begin minutes 35 with the werewolves spazzing out and about to transform. And Scott, how do we end these five minutes? Let's see. Uh, we end these five minutes by um, learning what the internet is, basically. <laughs> What the fuck is the internet, as Jay would say from Jay and Silent Bob? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which that joke is fine in 2000 because we were still in the infamy of people getting online and using the internet. Yes, that's that's correct. Yeah, now at this at this point they should know about the internet. <laughs> right. Yeah, it, it it's always very funny how the vampires on the TV series or the movie just are still not acclimated to the 21st century. But uh, basically, these the five minutes begin in the first minute with nothing more than just a uh, just a hissing and growling contest. Nothing else really, you know, stuck up about it. With uh, Nick very befuddled about what the hell he's just seen. I love the fact that he's eating a burrito the entire time while this is all going on. Yeah, Stu. Yeah, Nick's friend Stu is just Stu, having a sorry, burrito. Yes. Yeah, no, Nick's friend Stu is just having a burrito the whole time, and he's very much like, "Well, okay, what did I just witness?" <laughs> Nick's confused. He's like, "Wait, are they actually vampires? Like, or not vampires? Are they actually werewolves?" He's not quite sure. And then we have like a whole moment, which is basically the equivalent to a homosexual coming out to his or her friend about their closet, you know, uh, something that's kind of dark uh, or something that's kind of sad or something that's kind of, you know, uh, terrifying to talk about. A drug problem, uh, an alcohol problem, uh, you know, being who you are going to be. Maybe you're trans. Just, you know, uh, something that you see being a problem and coming out to a friend of yours and trying to make sure that you're still being accepted for that friendship, regardless of something that is important to you or might be a problem. Not that being a homosexual is a problem, so let me rephrase that. But still, coming out to somebody, whether you're gay or a vampire or you do have a issue you need to discuss with a friend that is important to you about you, that is what Nick and Stu are kind of dealing with because Nick doesn't want to give up his friendship with Stu just because he's a creature of the night now. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. He's just like, okay, I just, I want to let you know I'm a vampire now. He also says, if they offer you spaghetti, do not eat it. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, it actually, everything goes really well. And then we get a, a ve- and then we get a very sweet montage where we learn that Stu is everyone's favorite now. Like, everybody loves Stu. <laughs> because he seems to, like, know how to plug in a TV and use the internet. It's ridiculous. But it's, it is it is very funny that these vampires just don't do anything outside the house, I guess. That's the yeah. part about the show and the movie that never made any sense to me. It's like, unless they have Guillermo or Stu there, they're complete idiots. Yeah, well, it's 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 interesting. It's, it's just how well, and this is something the show leads into is how reliant that the vampires are on their familiars to do anything, and despite treating them like garbage. But the, what's so funny in this in this montage is that they're like, oh yeah, we have an agreement. We like Stu and then Deacon, and then and then Nick is a little peeved because they seem to like. He's like, I think they like Stu more than they like me. And then Deacon, who was shit talking Nick, not even five minutes ago is it like i'm knitting a scarf for stew like he's, <laughs> he's 
they're all in on Stu. They love him. And Nick also <laughs> has to go to uh, the Nosferatu vampire to be like, hey, listen, I know you made me, but like, don't eat Stu. He's a good guy. <laughs> Leave him alone. And he's just like nodding in his coffin, like, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all they're all going through it, and it's 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 something they do a lot. Is that this has been a, this the running joke with Stu is not just that he's a regular guy who seems totally chill that he's around a bunch of vampires, but also that the vampires make whether they're hypnotizing him or not make constant references to how delicious Stu would be. The um fight scene with Taika on the wires that are amazingly oh. well done that you do not see any wire work with him whatsoever when no. he does that jump kick like like it's a video game. Yeah, he does that Liu Kang bicycle kick. Yes, I'm sorry. Okay, so that's Mortal Kombat then. Yes, he does the Liu Kang bicycle kick, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah um, it's, it's fantastic. And it's I so remember awesome when too. the internet first, when Bluetooth first happened, which sending something from a phone through bluetooth to the computer was so foreign to me i'm like wait what are you talking about i don't have to plug the phone in anymore no you just send it i'm like what (laughs) or sending email from your phone which when cell phones first came out they couldn't send email they could they couldn't even text cell phones could call and they might have like a date book in there but they were not wi-fi capable yeah, it's like sending. He's like waving his hand after he sends something from his phone to the computer. <laughs> like he's using his magic because vampires are magic, so they use magic. Yeah, that's that's one of my that's one of my favorite that's one of my favorite gists or or anything like that is in the show. It comes up at one point because they're like, okay, like they're like okay yeah you guys are vampires yes and you think and you think and you think uh you know like sorcerers are they're bullshit they're complete bullshit (laughs) i also don't get the fact that how the hell can they take photos with digital cameras now someone told me a digital camera doesn't fall under the same trappings as an original camera with a uh with 35 millimeter you know with with film because digital cameras don't use mirrors like exactly what a camera does that's exactly what I was going to say. That that was my theory. Yeah. Okay. So all digital cameras now, digital uh, video recorders, don't have the trappings to capture a vampire on film like they used to. Hence why what we do in the shadows, the TV series, and the movies could be filmed because they're using digital film for the documentary. Otherwise, they would be we've got, filming we've got an in, we've nothing. We've got an in-universe reason. Right. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, um, it's, it's very smart. Yeah, because you see, like, them using the mirrors and nothing happens, but they're on film as we're watching this documentary. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Vampires are leading the digital film revolution. That's what we learned. Have you and your wife ever gone to, like, a pottery class like the vampires do? Like, they do pottery? Oh, no, I can't say I have, no. Okay. Um, God, how old is that laptop, do you think? This movie is filmed in, like, 2013. I mean, it reminds me of my college laptop, so very old. Yeah, and, and so they so they start doing a bunch of different things on the internet. And my favorite is it's it's basically just a series of one-off jokes, but they're all amazing. So it's like, oh, we can watch a movie of a sunrise, or or in my favorite where it's like, oh, here you can look at photos of this woman, or you can poke her. <laughs> you let us love the poker. And he goes, yes, <laughs> just very enthusiastic about poking. Now watching a sunrise in a movie. The first time I've ever heard about a vampire having pleasure in doing that 
has to be Interview with the Vampire at the very end of the movie when uh, Brad Pitt is in the theater watching Superman fly around the Earth. Oh, I see. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah. Vaguely, but I do, yes. It's the very end of the movie, and he's saying he talks about how for the first time in, in, in two centuries I get to watch the sunrise. You know, and he's like marveled by the the movie, you know, watching Superman fly around the earth. And uh he's watching um I think he's also watching um uh Gone with the Wind. Oh, okay. And the reason why those two movies are in Interview with the Vampire is because they're owned by Warner Brothers. Oh, there you go. Yes. So when I when my uh I remember someone telling me Superman appears at the end of Interview with the Vampire, I'm like, what? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. It's like Christopher Reeve, Superman, appears at the end of the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like waiting for the whole movie to see Christopher Reeve. And I'm like, there he is. There you go. <laughs> it's also funny that Viago, um, not Viago, uh, 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 what's his, uh, which is the vampire who's playing with the rapping rap record? Oh, that's Deacon. It's Deacon, Deacon going back and like after he'd been again after he'd been like shit talking Nick the whole time goes back and tries to think Nick showed him. And, and then our five crazy. minutes ends with uh, with uh, Viago um, meeting his old familiar and saying, "Hey, it's been such a long time. You look the same." And basically, uh, we are about to learn what happened to Catherine, who is his long lost love, who we got to see a bit of a glimpse of earlier. Yeah, the love of his life. And it's, uh, and while this is like sweet and kind of plot driving, it reminds me of an episode in the show where, <laughs> where Nadi, Nadja, where Nadja goes over for like a Super Bowl party and the grandmother there is like, you, you used to play with me when I was a girl. <laughs> she goes, no, no, you're crazy. You've lost it. You've lost it. She goes, she is completely right. I <laughs> totally did. <laughs> I completely remember that. Yeah, they're next door neighbors who they go on a Las Vegas uh, trip to or Atlanta City, I think. It's, this it's actually the superb owl party. That's episode. right. Because they think if there's an owl, Gamero's like, yes. there's no owl. Yes, and that's when they give the guy the brain scramblies. Which, now, <laughs> which, now, who out plays, of context, everything I'm saying is insane. <laughs> now, who's the actor who plays the uh, ancient old familiar that he meets on the uh, on the Skype? Oh, the ancient old familiar. Let's take a look. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking for what was what's the guy's name? Oh, Philip is his name. Okay, so the actor's name is Frank Hebich, and he's mostly yeah. He's oh my goodness, he is mostly most of his credits. It's all crew type stuff. He's he's either a camera operator or a still photographer. So maybe they like some, maybe they use some of his photos because some of them are from like the seventies and eighties and they're like from period pieces and stuff. Hilarious. Well, that ends it for our five minutes for what we do in the shadows here on the vampire movie minute podcast, minutes 35 to 40. Scott, where can they find us on Twitter? You can find us at the vampire minute. And you can find us on our individual Twitters at ChrisDSAV. And I'm at Scott C. Danielson. And we will be back in a couple weeks with another exciting five minutes of what we do in the shadows here on the Vampire Movie Minute podcast. Don't sing if you want to live long. They have no use for your song. 
You're dead, you're dead, you're dead, you're dead and out of this world.